Hello, I'm George Abernathy, the proud president of Freight Waves, and I'm particularly proud that we're able to provide so much great content for you at Freight Waves Live at Home. I really am looking forward to seeing so many of you in person at the Future of Freight Festival, F3, in Chattanooga coming up at the beginning of November. But there's a ton of content that we're going to get through in our virtual summit today. So one of the real highlights, I believe, for us is going to be our conversation right now, our fireside with Mark Yeager. Mark, thanks for doing this. Hey, George. Uh, thanks for having me. It's great to be here. Mark is the CEO of Redwood Logistics. Mark has a long-standing background within the industry, touching on all the modes. So it's a really good opportunity to have one of the leading people in our industry, leading one of the cutting-edge companies, talk to us today about what he sees in the overall macro market and what's going on at Redwood Logistics. So it's sort of the topic that is has been at the forefront for the last year and three months or so, Mark. So I'll just tee it up with that. How has Redwood been dealing with and how has Redwood been serving your customers throughout this pandemic's disruption? Well, George, uh, you know, it's a good question. I've been in this business for a, a long period of time, and uh, I can't recall ever seeing uh, a market quite like this. I think if you, you know, uh, if we look back on this time a year ago and knew how long that this was going to go on, um, I think we'd all uh, have some concerns, right? But but fortunately, uh, Redwood has fared very well throughout uh, the entire pandemic. Um, our business has grown very nicely, um, and we've really been able to move um, all of our three segments forward uh, uh, from a growth perspective. And we've also been able to really move forward with our implementing our strategic initiatives. So, you know, on the brokerage side, um, it's been incredibly busy. You know, we saw in April of last year, things really quieted down, but it's been momentum building, you know, throughout the remainder of 2020 and uh, certainly into 2021. The market is uh, extremely tight right now and, and, and very much disrupted. You know, at the same time, brokerage has been able to make real progress with their journey on digitization, uh, which we're extremely excited about. On the managed services you know, side of our business, uh, we're bringing on new customers, uh, which is great to see. And we're also helping our existing customers deal with this highly disrupted market. I think by bringing new opportunities uh, to bear and, and new options for our customers as they're trying to grapple with what's really a whole new set of rules of engagement uh, right now, and what looks to be probably a disrupted market for the foreseeable future. Our innovation side of the business, which really focuses on helping customers get the most out of their investment in supply chain technology, um, has seen an uptick. You know, certainly we saw in 2020 a slowdown as people started to pull back on investments in bringing on new uh, TMS systems and other types of technology. That's changed. Customers are now um, back looking at their strategic options. And maybe what's most exciting uh, within that group is they're really spearheading the launch of what we call LPAS, which is Logistics Platform as a Service, something we're very excited about at Redwood and have, have built a lot of very positive momentum around. Well, let's let's use that as the leaping off point, because as a uh, logistics person from way back, 3PL, 4PL, you, you know, managed trans brokerage. You're talking my language. So you, you know, you had me at hello. Um, talk to me, talk to me a little bit about the announcement that we saw today and what, what LPAS is all about. 
Sure. So LPAS is much more than a tech strategy. It's really a new operating model for us. And think about it as bridging the gap between logistics execution and technology using some proprietary tools, especially uh, Redwood Connect, our no-code integration platform, to leverage an open ecosystem. So those are a lot of words, but when you think about it conceptually, right, um, what we saw and continue to see in the marketplace is there's all this emerging technology uh, coming, coming into our ecosystem. Um, there's also emerging new players, and, and you see them on the floor of a typical FreightWaves conference all the time. Not all the great ideas are coming from the large TMS providers or the larger 3PLs. There's a lot of emerging uh, concepts, ideas, technologies, and data sets that are out there that can really help our shippers effectively manage their supply chain. The problem is, historically, they've been prevented from being able to really access that. They've been unable to integrate um, whether it was a technology or, or a new partner uh, in an effective way. So they've been forced to accept the limitations of their transportation management system or potentially the strengths and weaknesses of their uh, third-party logistics provider. And what LPAS does is it enables shippers uh, to get beyond those limitations and really develop a highly customized solution that meets their needs in an affordable and scalable way. So you, you have said a lot, and, and as I described, that really resonates with me as being something that the industry's been looking for and that ingenuity, that, that uh, sort of Redwood-centric uh, technology, you know, you guys, you guys really do seem to work a step ahead and, and looking for what you can, what you can do next. So, you know, help me, help me visualize this, help the audience visualize this. How would LPAS work for me if I'm a customer of Redwood? Sure, absolutely. And, and as you might imagine, if we're talking about customization, right, it varies from one, one customer to another. And we have dozens and dozens of customers up on LPAS right now. So this is not a theory or a concept. We're pushing about three and a half billion dollars in freight under management um, uh, through this platform. Um, and it's very compelling. So, you know, typically uh, it starts with a somewhat limited engagement. So a customer might want to implement a new TMS system. And then they quickly realize that they need to integrate perhaps with their ERP system. And they, they see how much more powerful that can be if you have real integration, you know, with corporate. Um, from there, they realize that maybe their TMS might serve most of their needs, but it doesn't necessarily get everything done that they want. So maybe they want help with dock scheduling, or maybe they want a better visibility tool as they might find through Project 44, for example. Uh, maybe they want to um, provide a driver notification system uh, to uh, their team. And so um, even if that isn't native to their TMS, um, if there's a technology out there, we can use LPAS, and in this case, specifically Redwood Connect, to uh, connect with those and integrate with those technology applications. It also would apply, obviously, to carriers. Um, and, and we do a lot of carrier integrations using Redwood Connect and external data streams. So maybe a customer might want to um, bring in data from the marketplace in order to make better uh, procurement decisions within their supply chain group. But they have difficulty translating that data into a way 
that um, their system can digest it and, and apply it. Uh, Redwood Connect does that translation for the customer so they don't have to worry about how they take care of that you know, heavy lifting around integration and translation. So it sounds like there's the opportunity, Mark, that as you're serving these customers with LPAS, that it can in fact evolve to being an ever increasing valuable solution. So how will LPAS evolve over time? Will, will the, the scale of customers that you'll be using it for continue to increase? Will the customers that are using it or you're using it for be able to see additional value? How, I, I've always thought in the world of managed transportation around the challenge of the new car smell, right? That first year of outsourcing so often is it's a new car smell. It's great. I've got such competency in a company like Redwood to do this for me and to bring the best practices. But then it's year two and you're still doing the great stuff, but the new car smells not as great. It still starts and it drives. And how, how does El Pass play into that, that you'll be able to, you know, evolve into even greater value for your customers? Yeah, absolutely. So it's really at the core of it is the idea of this open ecosystem. So, you know, we're not limited by any set of solutions that we might develop internally, right? We're not limited by the capabilities of a single 3PL, right? What we're able to do is pick and choose from the marketplace. And as new technologies emerge, we're able to tap our customers into those new technologies. So, you know, what we're seeing right now and what we anticipate to accelerate is we're bringing more and more customers in. We're bringing more and more, you know, carriers into this open ecosystem. We're bringing more and more technology partners. And you're going to see a lot of uh, discussion about that coming out of that as in terms of what kinds of technology partners we're bringing into this ecosystem. We're also bringing more data sources in all the time. So as the um, as the platform builds and as we're building more and more connectors, you know, it's a flywheel effect. It gets more and more effective and provides a more comprehensive set of potential solutions for our customers as it builds. It's really, um, you know, think about Redwood Connect as the mortar that holds all these different bricks together. And the bricks might be carriers. They might be um, they might be uh, new technologies and they might be different data sets, right? And together it forms a wall, right? And that wall is LPAS, right? That's your customized solution that the customer can uh, very much tailor to their own individual needs. As we get more and more bricks in place, you know, as the wall builds, unlike a conventional brick wall, it gets stronger, not weaker, because there's more and more inputs and that creates more and more value. That's extremely exciting. And I know it, it can and, and it already is and will be even more game changing in the way that uh, your customers are driving value out of it. And as you describe it, I think it, it, it really is exciting for the folks who are watching and understanding how uh, this is going to change our industry going forward. I want to switch a little bit uh, and get the opinion and thoughts of uh, one of our, you know, one of our industry's leaders who really does touch on and the uniqueness of a redwood is you touch in a lot of areas, you touch in carriers, you touch on the shipper market, you touch in brokerage and the like. So I think it's appropriate, you know, we all have experienced the pandemic and now we're going forward. We talk a lot, we've talked a lot about things that were, you know, drawn forward. We were looking at, you know, two or three years down the road that we're now doing. What are some of the things that Mark Yeager, what are some of the things that Redwood has 
experience that your customers are experiencing that you think will carry on going forward that the pandemic really made apparent to us? Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. Boy, there are a lot of things um, I think that have that hopefully lessons learned, you know, from all of this, you know, certainly from a work environment perspective. Um, I am very thankful that this did not happen 20 years ago, you know, before we had this technology. I don't know how we could have managed the business. You know, we're still about 90 percent remote. We're just getting back. Folks are just starting to come back in. I'm thrilled to hear that you guys are doing a live event in November. We'll definitely be there because we're starting to uh, fortunately get back to a more normalized world, but but we're not there yet. And I'm not sure we'll ever go back to the same environment that we were. Um, I don't see us requiring all of our people to be here on a five day a week, nine to five basis. Certainly there are some jobs that need to be done um, uh, face to face, right? And really benefit from that direct human interaction. But a lot of our job, you know, can be done at least in part remotely. Um, throughout all of this, we've learned that we can be extremely productive, uh, despite the fact that you know we're working from home in what's generally kind of a suboptimal environment. But our our uh, our um, uh, our experience has been that 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 our folks have really stepped up, and and I think we'll be able to give our folks a lot more freedom and a lot more choice in terms of their uh, normal workday, you know, going forward. I think at the same time, we've seen some real challenges throughout this entire pandemic, you know, and, and we've seen that there's a lot of weak links within the supply chain. And we've seen how complex it is when you're managing on a global basis. I think we've all, you know, experiencing some of the shortages that we've seen. And um, unfortunately, it doesn't look like any of that is going to be corrected anytime soon. So I do think that that our shippers are realizing that they need help in managing this increasingly complex uh, supply chain and increasingly vulnerable supply chain out there. So more and more customers are looking for, you know, expertise, looking for help. And generally speaking, they just, you know, don't have the resources necessarily to do everything in-house, nor should they. So I think we're seeing a real acceleration in outsourcing. Um, I do think we'll see some effort on, on, on behalf of a number of shippers to uh, get less dependent on um, on offshoring. Uh, we'll see more and more, uh, I think, uh, folks attempt to um, come in and nearshore. We're certainly seeing an uptick in activity into and out of the Mexico market. And I think that's something that's likely to be, you know, sustainable for, for the near term. Uh, but, you know, overall, I, I would say that, that um, you know, this has taught us that we need to be nimble. We need to be flexible. Unanticipated things will happen, and we have to be able to react in a way that, that, that keeps business flowing and um, doesn't allow these bottlenecks to completely shut us down. So um, it's not an easy problem. Uh, it's not easy to address, but, but I do think that the technology has helped us work our way through it. And, and a, lot of the, um, a lot of the aversion to technology, I think, will be overcome now because folks can see the power um, that it brings to the table when, when things are dynamic in the way that they are. 
One thing I wanted to ask about and has been topical for for those of us who've been in the industry for a while uh, around green, around ESG, around sustainability. Um, your background has been in, in in an area that is obviously, you know, uh, a a, a mechanism to move goods uh, in intermodal that you know is much more efficient in many ways. But let's let me speak specifically for, to Redwood and how your customers are engaging with you. What what are they asking uh, a Redwood to do? And I think you're already in a way with Redwood Connect and you know building that wall that 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 brick wall you're describing. I think you're already on the way there. Am I am I right about thinking about it that way? Yeah, no, absolutely. You know, there is there is definitely, especially at larger shippers right now, there's there's a real concern around around sustainability, around corporate governance, around, you know, contributing to your community in a positive way. Um, that's definitely been a part of the Redwood culture for a long time. You know, we do a lot of philanthropic work. Um, we do a lot of work, you know, for our community. Obviously, we have solid governance. Um, but when we think about sustainability, that's become an increasingly hot topic you know, for our customers. And they want to know that they're doing what they can to minimize their carbon footprint, right? And there's a number of strategies that you can follow to help, you know, down that path. Goods still have to move. So it's 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 tough to get to, you know, a zero emissions footprint, especially near term. But I think what we can do is help our customers really improve the efficiency of their supply chains. And by nature of that, if you're driving fewer miles, if you're using more efficient solutions, consolidating LTL, you know, uh, shifting from over the road to intermodal, you know, any one of a number of strategies that you can pursue that really help you eliminate inefficiency, that eliminates cost. It also tends to reduce your carbon footprint. So we're helping our customers develop those strategies, and then we're helping them measure the impact of implementing those strategies. You, you talked about it, and I've only got a minute or so, so I'll probably have to land the plane here after this. But you talk about Redwood, and Redwood's well known for your philanthropic endeavors. Um, folks at Freightwaves have talked to uh, Redwood folks before about the Redwood games. Can you, do you have any, uh, anything to share with, uh, with our community with regards to what philanthropic, what efforts Redwood might be undertaking in the near term? Sure, absolutely. We're doing we're doing a number of a number of things. We have a, a veterans in logistics forum coming up. We have a women in logistics forum coming up. Our big event, though, every year is the Redwood Games. It's something that we've done as a company uh, now for a number of years. Uh, we do it to to help a charity to raise funds for a charity um, that's selected by our employees. Uh, so this year it's St. Jude uh, Children's Hospital. So we're very excited about that. And really, what we do is. We break the company down into teams and each team is responsible for um, various fundraising activities over a sort of multi-month period. It's really fun. Uh, the people get very creative about it. Um, this year, we're assigning additional bonus points for uh, uh, activity that, that, that benefits our community um, or our customers. Um, or our culture. And um, it's a really fun way to build a team spirit. And it's a, it's, it's a terrific way to, to raise money for a good cause. Um, we put a lot of energy into it. 
we are hoping, like you are, you know, to have a in-person event um, at its culmination at the end of the summer. It's it's typically a party on Montrose Beach. I think we'll have to do something a little bit different this year. But it's really a great way to bring the whole company together and reinforce Redwood's strongest attribute, which I believe is our culture. It's a great culture. It's truly unique. And, and, and this is a way to really help us build on it. Well, a big thank you to Mark Yeager, the CEO at Redwood Logistics. Um, your description around what is being announced in El Pass is thrilling. It's exciting. It's next generational um, in the evolution of of where we are in our in our um, in our community and in our industry and the leadership that you're showing and that Redwood's showing around technology ingenuity around philanthropic measures. It really does deserve thank you, and uh, I want to appreciate you for taking this time. Uh, I know how busy we are, and uh, thanks, Mark. It's always good to see you, and thank you to Redwood Logistics for letting you uh, spend the time with us. Thanks for doing this. Thanks, George. It's been great to see you, and uh, we'll see you in person in November. We look forward to it. So enjoy the rest of our fabulous content during the FreightWaves Live at Home Virtual Summit, and I look forward to seeing everybody in November in Chattanooga at the Future of Freight Festival F3. Thanks much. Take care.